I'm Raven Roll, and this is a Phoenix in Phoenix. This will be the last episode of a Phoenix in Phoenix, and I want it to be special. Elaine's loved ones will be sharing their favorite memories about her, how they remember her, and where they are now. I wear a lip for Royce, I feel bad, but um, because Royce doesn't have the black side, because as you know, on our black side, we all die early. So he has no dad, he has no grandparents. That worries me, and now he has no cousins, but he seems to be okay with it, and he has me. So it's pretty much him and I to the end. And we always include my mom. Um, I know it's strange, I wish you could see, but um, right here's my mom, there's her urn. Oh, and right next is her dog, Lily. Oh, I see. <laughs> and I keep them right there together because every morning I come and I talk to them. I never feel you're completely gone. Your spirit's always here. Yeah. And I'm emotionally not a very strong person. And without my mom's spirit, I'd be nothing. So I take that from her every day. And I try not to have the resentment. I try to have mindful forgiveness. And I don't focus on the negative. I just feel like, wow, I persevered through all that because of her. I exist because she stood up for what was right and what was wrong. Um, I exist because she didn't choose a color. She chose her own freedom. Um, there's just so many things behind it that are so dignifying that give me purpose. My health declined a lot. Um, I'm just now starting to get a hold on my health since my mother died because I let my health go. I'm actually seeing um, a heart specialist, a cardiologist, a pulmonologist. Um, I have problems in my left lung. Things that I should have been working on myself with, I put towards my mom, Mm -hmm. trying to save her and it depleted, it depleted us. Um, But worth every moment of it. And I, um, I really look to my son because it's just him and I. And I always say, when he was little, there were some circumstances that we went through in our own lives with his dad. And he used to say, Mom, don't cry. It's you and me against the world, just like Pac says. Because we used to always listen to Tupac. And uh, he still says that when things go bad. Don't worry, Mom. It's me and you against the world. And it always has been, and it always will be. So we're out here doing it on our own, but it's my mom's inner strength that she never, nothing ever seemed to be a problem. Nothing was really an obstacle. No crybabies allowed, no fat curls, suck it up. Um, <laughs> those are the things that make me strong about my mom. And my mom and Royce are very much alike. They don't waste time on things that they can't change. They put themselves toward things they can. And they're both really good at that. And I hope that one day I can be as, as good. I want to touch on how Royce is doing since his grandmother passed. Last episode, we learned that Royce was Elaine's BFF, 
and when her health issues worsened, he sacrificed his career to be with her. Now, as a musician, Elaine is still inspiring him. Has music, like, helped in, like, your grieving process of just, like, making you feel better? Yeah, I would say so. I, I would say since, uh, since grandma passed away, I have developed a lot in music. It, it's kind of, like, made me, like, okay, you know, grandma really liked music. She showed me all these things. So now I need to try to reach my full potential at that, right? And for me, that doesn't mean, like, oh, you know, I want to be a big, you know, rapper or anything like that. It just means being the best like producer and making the best beats and just making the best music that I want to hear. Um, and I think I've done that. Like since since her passing, um, I've learned, taught myself like completely how to produce music, how to use Pro Tools. I got an MPC. I know how to like make beats completely. I learned how to kind of teach myself the piano. So I think her passing away kind of uh, inspired me to make even more music. Royce even got some cool art in honor of Elaine. Yeah, I mean, I got tattoos for her. Um, of course, I got two tattoos for her on my arm. Aww. It's like, I don't know if you can see it, but one's like a little key to my heart. It just kind of has her name and love and memory, stuff like that. I love that. There's one more person I want you to meet. He's one of the people who knew Elaine best. Yeah, so uh, my name is uh, Ty Washington. Um, I'm from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And my mother and Elaine were best friends prior to my birth and to Victoria's birth. So our moms were best friends before we were even, you know, around. Okay, and what's your mom's name? My mom's name is Bonnie. Oh, okay, okay. Victoria was talking about Bonnie. Yeah. yeah. If you remember, Bonnie was the friend Elaine went out with when she met Victoria's father for the first time. I've known Elaine my entire life. You know, uh, she has, she's kind of been like a, a almost like a second mother to me. Um, where Elaine would be a mother to me, just like my mom, Bonnie, would be a mother to Victoria. So you know, we were always, you know, they were always looking out after the both of us. So you and Victoria are very close and growing up you were? Very much so. Uh, me and Victoria are about, about a year apart in age wise. And our moms always lived very close to each other. They were best friends, you know, growing up. 
and they had a very similar uh, you know they they were had a very similar situation um, now you're talking about you know Cedar Rapids Iowa in 19 uh, in the early 60s uh, so things were definitely you know a lot different then than they are now I mean the country right now you know we have there's a lot of you know racial issues and black lives matter and a lot of things going on uh but I mean could you imagine how it was in, in the early 60s in Iowa uh both of our mothers Elaine as you know was a white lady my mom who has passed away as well she she uh, was a white lady and um they became friends. They they both had, uh, you know, African American uh, boyfriends, uh, or ended up being husbands. So you know, they became friends and kind of had a you know a lot of the similar situations you know happen in, in their in their life. Um, and I definitely had a front row seat, you know, for it. Um, it's it's uh, you know I, I have nothing but like fond memories when I when I look back and I and I think about our life uh it, it was it was pretty incredible uh, a lot of the stuff that our mothers went through both my mom and Elaine and the things that they have overcome it, it, it's, that's an incredible story as well uh, my mom would tell me stories about you know uh, having burning crosses people leaving burning crosses in her in her front yard um you know, when she got with a black man and had children with a black man, her a lot of her family, her father especially, uh, kind of disowned her. Um, you know, I didn't really meet my grandparents and or my mom's father until I was in my teens. You know, um, I know. You know, with Elaine's situation, you know, with her, uh, you know, being with a black man, her family pretty much. You know, disowned her as well, uh, or you know, treated her very differently. You know, that's for sure. Uh, but our parents always, you know, taught us, you know, to judge people, you know, for themselves and, and, and not by you know their appearance or how they look. So that's you know one thing that's very important. You know that that we remember is the times of you know that we were growing up in. things I can remember vividly about Elaine is uh, if I think of Elaine Salas I think of the word fabulous this woman I'm telling you she didn't leave the house unless if she was even in the house she looked fabulous but she didn't leave the house unless she was fabulous she looked uh, incredible at all times she was very well put together um, and I think she also had OCD what's that when you when you clean up too much when your house is real clean <laughs> I think she had a little bit of that because I can remember growing up you know you always took your shoes off when you went into Elaine's house everything was spotless you hear me it was a I really enjoyed talking to Ty on the phone he had countless stories about Elaine but I asked him for the best your favorite memory of Elaine is? Wow. 
you know, I have a few, um, Winnie Lane, and you know, in, her, in the last probably, I would say, 10 years or so of her life, um, I can remember there was probably about three or four Christmases and Thanksgivings, I don't know, mostly Christmases, that Elaine and Victoria and even Royce, you know, would come by over to the house or whatever. And um, like I would make this uh, a banana cake, you know, and, and Elaine loved banana cake. She told me, she said, oh, you know, Ty, that banana cake is fabulous. <laughs> so, you know, when Elaine tells you it's fabulous, it's, it's really good. Uh, and she, she wasn't, you know, just blowing smoke up my ass or anything. She really, you know, liked that cake. So I would use that as bait. I'd be like, hey, I'm going to make that banana cake again if you guys want to come on over. And she would be like, oh, uh, sure, we're not going to miss it. Um, I can remember, I would say I was probably about maybe eight, maybe about 10 years old, Victoria about nine my brother Brett about five and Elaine and my mom they took us out to get ice cream okay we're gonna go out to Dairy Queen and get some ice cream cones so of course hey we're all forward we jump in the ride and we, we all go to Dairy Queen true and get some ice cream well what they were doing they were riding around kind of spying on Elaine's brother or something or another I can't remember the exact story because I was 10 years old but I do remember we were going down this alley or this driveway and my mom was driving and Elaine was in the passenger seat and my brother Brett was right behind Elaine and Victoria was sitting in the middle and I was sitting behind my mom and somebody was coming or something and they put the car in reverse and hurried up and backed up and my mom kind of backed into a telephone pole and Elaine's wig flew off and landed in my brother's ice cream cone. <laughs> we laughed about that shit for years. You know what I mean? It was the funniest. It, it was just, it was just funny. I mean, it's just a story that we reminisced about uh, for you know for years and years and years. And I still laugh about it every time I think about it. could say one thing to her now what would it be I would say Miss Elaine come on over and get some of this banana cake I'd love to I'd love to sit down and, and, and eat some banana cake with you and just reminisce about the good old times and I would tell her that I love her and I and I, and I definitely do miss her that's for sure Salas was a fighter. She never gave up no matter how tough it got. She fought for her family, she fought for freedom, and she fought for her life. She was truly a phoenix. Thank you to everyone who listened to A Phoenix in Phoenix. And a special thank you to Victoria, Royce, and Ty for being so vulnerable and sharing these amazing stories with me. Elaine, you will never be forgotten.